Hello and welcome back to Move My Spirit. This is Pastor Eric McCracken and I want to welcome you to our newest series. We're going to be talking about uh, putting God's power on display in this series and how we're going to accomplish that is by living in what we call kingdom emotions. So this class, uh, this course is made up of 12 different lessons just like the previous courses that we've done, uh, each with a unique bit of information uh, that, that's going to train us in walking correctly in our Christian lives. And so today, um, I not only want to give you the brief overview of the class, I also want to uh, walk you through lesson one, and if we have time, maybe even get into lesson two, because lesson one's sort of short. I hope that you'll take notes. I hope that you'll uh, maybe you know follow along with the scriptures. Uh, create your own personalized study out of this. Uh, as, as I took this course, I know that I had a lot of uh, just really fabulous things come. Uh, as I spent time with the Lord, he really uh, showed me great things as far as uh, not only you know my emotions, but also my physical health. And so there's a lot to be received in this course. And so I really do hope and pray that you will listen in and take notes and really apply what you're learning and see how God wants to use it in your life. So let's open up with a word of prayer, and then we'll get on into the first lesson, possibly the second. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we do come before you. We thank you, Father God, that we can uh, serve a God who knows us well. Uh, Serve a God, Lord, uh, that, that just knows exactly what we're going through, when we're going through it. We thank you, Father, that in in every passing moment, all we have to do is simply speak your name, and there you are. We praise you, Father, that you are all around us, moving in our midst. We thank you, Father, that we are agreeing together in unity right now and experiencing your presence even this moment. I pray, Lord God, that as we embark on this course, that you would just speak to each person and in Father, that you would reveal something to them about the majesty that reveals, that, that's revealed in your power, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that each one of us would witness miracles as we take on these lessons. I pray, Father, that, that you would just set your spirit free, that each one of us could reach out and take you by the hand and run, Lord God, to know that it is the name of Jesus Christ which is above every name, and it is the power of the Holy Ghost that gives us power for daily life. We give you thanks, honor, and praise in the name of Jesus. And all God's children said, Amen and Amen. So in this first lesson, uh, for lesson one of Power and Kingdom Emotions, we need to make some definitions happen here. So if you're going to take notes, uh, this is a really excellent lesson to take a lot of notes in. uh, Because... We're going we're gonna to think on these things as we go throughout the course, and we're going to come back to them kind of uh, frequently. So a couple of things that we need to uh, first define before we get started into the emotions uh, is first we're going to start with dispensationalism. Dispensationalism, things that are for another time period, not necessarily for today. Uh, we run into that a lot with people who are... Uh, non-believers. They think that the Bible was not written for today. Um, there, there are even some believers who think that parts of scripture were written only for then and not for now. That is uh, a, a strong example of dispensationalism, things that are for another time period, not for today. Another definition that we want to start with is the definition of religion. 
Um, We have to be cautious as believers in Christ not to get hung up on religion, but rather to walk forward with Jesus uh, in spirituality. And know know this, Jesus is not a religion. Jesus is a a being, a a God being. Um, Our God is God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And that is not a religion. The definition of religion is this, a system too hard, taking too much effort. Okay? Um, that And maybe that seems a little bit ambiguous, but it's a system. Um, and, and Jesus is not a system. Jesus isn't an it. Jesus is a living God. Uh, Christianity is based on Jesus. It's based on faith in Jesus Christ. So we don't put our faith in the system because the system is too hard. The system takes too much effort to actually uh, do anything. So religion's never going to set you free. But if you put your faith in Jesus Christ and and you learn to uh, do what we're going to be talking about here, live in kingdom emotions, then uh, you will ultimately begin to walk in freedom. You set yourself free first and foremost of religion, step out of that system, and walk into the spirit realm uh, where you can pass every single day, every moment of every day in the arms of Jesus. And then the last definition that we want to open this course with is liberal theology. Liberal theology teaches that the Bible is only mythical and it has to be analyzed to get any truth. Um, Of course, as Christians, we do not believe that the Bible is mythological, um, but we believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. We believe that the Bible is authoritative. It's truth. It is divine, appointed, written by men who were inspired by God to write Holy Scripture. We take the words of Scripture and we utilize them for reproof, correction, instruction, and, and ultimately, uh, we live by the words of Scripture in order that we should become more like Christ. Amen? So those are the three definitions that we have to know in order to start our journey into walking and living in kingdom emotions. Okay? Um, something that's really important for us as believers is to have an understanding of true knowledge. True knowledge... Uh, like we have talked about in past courses, comes from God. It's revelation from the Holy Spirit. Okay? Um, so when you read scripture, when you um, take a moment and you begin to study and and meditate on the Word of God, you're going to become uh, well-versed in true knowledge and what true knowledge looks like, feels like, sounds like, because you're going to be receiving revelation from His Holy Spirit. There are two dangerous philosophies Um, that kind of counterfeit what we see as true knowledge. Um, And these two philosophies, unfortunately, find their place in too many of our lives. They're humanism and rationalism. These two philosophies basically make up the same thing. Uh, And that is this, that's Satan's temptation um, that he kind of throws your way to tell you, you can know all of this. Humanism, rationalism, Satan says, go ahead, study these. You can know everything that there is to know on these things. But true knowledge 
is from the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we don't want to get sucked into humanism, rationalism. We want to get we want to get deep in true knowledge. So all of that um, kind of that that's the stuff of this course. The 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 things that we have to uh, utilize as our foundation to start to build on how we're going to walk in kingdom emotions. So what are kingdom emotions? Well, we know the emotions that we feel uh, in day-to-day life. We know our human physical emotions. Uh, Sometimes we feel happy. Sometimes we feel sad. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we laugh. Uh, All of these things, face it, human beings are relatively emotionally charged. Uh, Sometimes we snap at people because of an emotion of anger. Um, Sometimes we leap and we hug somebody because there's an emotion of what we see as happiness. Two of the biggest kingdom emotions, we're not going to unveil all of the kingdom emotions in this lesson, but the, we're going we're gonna to unveil the two big ones um, right now. And, and those are compassion and gratitude. And here's your big spoiler alert. These two kingdom emotions are exemplified in the life of Christ. Read the Gospels and you'll see that he is... Um, Jesus, Jesus is the example of compassion and gratitude. But both of these things combined are crucial to releasing healing power. Yes, this course is going to actually bring us to a place of being ready to receive and release the healing power of Jesus. Okay? Um, here's, here's what we're going to do. Like I said, I don't want to give away all of the kingdom emotions all at once. We've got them kind of scattered about. You're actually going to get most of them toward the end of the course. Um, but these are the big two. We're going to come back to these ones continuously. And we want to say, how do we define emotions? Uh, because sometimes people really, uh, have a hard time saying, well, I know what emotions are, but how do I define emotions? Emotions are byproducts of the things that you gaze upon. All right. So what does scripture teach us? Scripture teaches us that we should turn our eyes upon Jesus. We should fix our eyes on God. We should be still and know that he is God. We should meditate in his word hear his voice. We should grow in Jesus. Okay, so if emotions are byproducts of pictures, of of images that I gaze upon and meditate on, then your only way of getting into kingdom emotions is by turning your eyes on Jesus and gazing on him. Okay, a scripture that I want to leave you with uh, for this, this little portion here is from Matthew chapter 14 and verse 14. And this is the story of uh, the 5,000 fed. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and healed their sick. Okay, so remember this story. Jesus went out and and with a couple of fish and a little, little bit of bread, he fed multitude. 
multitudes of people, 5,000. That doesn't include women and children. But furthermore, so, so there's, there's miracles happening here. There's the miracle already that, that Jesus went and fed all of these people off of so little product. But there's the key. Remember, we just said two of our biggest kingdom emotions, compassion and gratitude, and Jesus exemplifies these. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. You'll see, in, if, you, if you go through and you study the miracles of Jesus, you will find that as Jesus acted in miraculous ways, he was moved to do so. So Jesus was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. All right? Um, that's, that's so, so strong. We're going to move into lesson two here because it's going to flow really nicely. And, and this is what we're going to talk about at this point. We're going to talk about entry points for emotion. Where do emotions get into our lives? If we are gazing upon things, and that's, that's what emotions are, they're the byproducts of that which we're gazing on, how do they get into our lives? Well, here's going to be the big ones. Harboring anger. That's, that's a foothold for anger to just manifest in your life. You indulge in anxiety. You entertain fear. And then what's going to happen? Well, you're going to be walking in worry. You're going to be walking in fear. If you withhold forgiveness, you're going to be walking um, you know, with guilty conscience for withholding forgiveness because you know that Christ wouldn't withhold forgiveness from you. And that's going to cause you actually to start walking in bitterness because you're withholding that forgiveness that you could give. And then another entry point is when you accept false guilt. Did you notice that all of those that we just covered are all negative? Uh, and I did that intentionally because unfortunately, the unfortunate reality here is that most of the time we don't sit and think on things and, and gaze upon things that allow us to really manifest and, and indulge in positive emotion. Most of the time, we stew on things. For some reason, we as, as human beings are wired in such a way that something happens and boy, we bubble on it. We sit on it and we think on it and we chew our cheeks inside and, and we just get mad over and over and over again. And we allow the enemy to take grip of our being by allowing him uh, to, to fill us with negative emotion. And so it's important for us to know those five entry points so that we can get them blocked off and replace them with God's opposites. Amen? So it's time for a little down with the old and up with the new. So instead of doing these things, this is what we need to do. Instead of harboring anger and indulging in anxiety, we need to tap into joy. All right? So don't get yourself all stewed up and in a jam over whatever just happened, but give it over to God and say, you know what, Lord? 
this is yours, and I'm walking away from it, and it's going to be okay, and everything's going to be good, because my God is in control, amen? So, you're done with anxiety, you're done with anger, get some joy. Don't entertain fear, instead, tap into peace. Okay, when you tap into peace, well, there went your anxiety and your fear, because God is sovereign over that thing that's making you anxious and that's causing you fear. All right? Don't withhold forgiveness, but instead tap into love. Why? God is love. Amen? And, and so, if God is love and we tap into love, well, obviously, we're coming closer to God. Okay? And then don't accept false guilt from the devil okay, accept conviction of the Holy Spirit, but don't accept false guilt, but instead tap into compassion, all right? We, what we just covered right there, more kingdom emotions. So now you know five of them, compassion, love, joy, peace, and gratitude. What happens when we tap into these things? Okay, so, so I'm, I'm going to do kind of a comparative analysis here as we go. If we harbor anger, if we indulge in anxiety, what happens to our physical being? We go into a despairing mode. We get depressed. We, we start getting bluesy, coming down. But if we tap into joy, the kingdom emotion of joy, we get strength. Scripture teaches us this. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen? And then what happens... If we, if we entertain fear, well, we become panic-ridden, and we worry. We, worry our, we can worry ourselves to death about what's going to happen, what's next. We're entertaining fear. But if we tap into peace, peace will rule in our hearts. Amen? And peace will overcome the fear because Christ has overcome it for you, and peace is a byproduct of meditating on gazing on Christ. All right? Withholding forgiveness, what's that going to do to you? I already told you it's going to make you a bitter person. It's going to it's just going to twist up your face and and frankly bitterness is so toxic. Um down the road we're going to talk about stress and what stress can do to you, but for right now I want you to think about what does bitterness do to you? Bitterness can make you very sharp. Bitterness can make you extremely, what I call, acidic. And so everything that comes near you because you're acidic and you're sharp either gets pricked or burned. And you don't want to do that. Why? You're a Christian. You're a God-fearing believer. You love Jesus Christ and you live to serve him. So you don't want to walk in bitterness. You want to walk in love. What does love do? Love compels us. Okay? So we give that forgiveness because love compels us then to forgive. And then don't accept false guilt. What does that do to you? Well, it kind of does the same thing that entertaining fear does. When we accept false guilt, we take the abuse of the enemy and, and we condemn ourselves. We worry. We get discouraged. We get confused. So if we put aside the false guilt 
and we say, you know what, rather than false guilt, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to say, God, is this something that you're trying to convict me of? And if he says no, then I'm going to act with compassion toward whomever is pushing false guilt upon me. And compassion is going to move my spirit to pray for them, to lift them up, to exhort that person, whoever it is, whoever it might be, compassion is going to move you in your spirit to do something godly. Amen? So it's time to put off the old. It's time to be a new creation. All right? Being a new creation, well, that's that's something that that's really hard to explain. But if you've been through it, if you've if you've walked through being a new creation, then truly you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it, it, it leaves me at a loss for words. I have notes right in front of me, and yet it's it's hard to explain. Nothing seems adequate when I when I want to talk about being a new creation. Um, as I think about things that Jesus did on the cross, he removed a dark heart out of me. He, he removed this, this despairing, ungodly thing, and he replaced it with a new heart full of God's desires. Okay, that, that's part of becoming the new creation. Jesus bore the cross, and he, he took up my rebellion. Okay, he, he, he took every day of my life that I would stand in rebellion against God. He took it from me. And he gave me a heart that would long for fellowship with God. Okay, um, there, there's, there's a long list of things that Jesus accomplished. Uh, but right now I'm, I'm not really feeling as compelled to share the entire list. Because what I want to focus on right now is I want to bring you into God's presence. And I want to just begin to slow down. Um, I'm, I'm feeling the Lord say, you know, it's, it's time. Somebody, somebody needs this moment of stillness at this, at this particular point. Because I know what we just talked about uh, gets a little bit heavy. We talk about things, um, you know, religion and dispensationalism and, and liberal theology, humanism, things that, things that aren't great for us. We talk about entry points for negative emotions. And it's, it, it gets so hard to handle. It gets so heavy. But the Lord wants you just to begin right now to enter into his presence. And so as you're listening to this, I just want you to um, come with me on this, on this journey I want you to just put yourself at ease, okay? Take a deep breath and exhale. And I want you to take another deep breath and exhale. And what we're going to do is is you're just going to begin to walk with Jesus, okay? Um, Put yourself in this situation. Take a walk along the Sea of Galilee. You're walking with Jesus, okay? You're, you're barefoot in the sand. That's relaxing. Jesus is beside of you. He says, come, child. Come. Let's walk. 
And so as you walk along the Sea of Galilee, Jesus Jesus is going to begin to show you, um, and, and this is where I need you to start talking with Jesus right now. Ask him, say, say, Jesus, would you show me the areas that I'm allowing negative emotion in my life? Okay. And, and as he begins to reveal those to you, he's going to do this one by one. He's not going to flood you with them. Just slowly and one by one, he's, he's revealing one to you now. And I want you to ask him as he reveals them one by one, say, Jesus, please heal that. And you continue to walk upon the sands at the Sea of Galilee. You're side by side with Jesus. And you're walking. And he reveals the next area that you're allowing negative emotion in. And you see that now. And, and you say, Jesus, please heal that. And, and as, you, as you ask him to heal that, He's going to. And there's no question about that. Because Jesus wants to heal you. Jesus wants you to be free. And that's why you're walking with him right now along the Sea of Galilee. And, and I'm not going to rush you. I just want you to take your time. Take a, take, a, take a nice long walk. And continue to breathe. Remember to inhale and to exhale and just continue to walk with him and ask him show me okay and I I want you to remember this because we're going to move forward and I want you now to ask him to show you your life Just say, Jesus, show me my life as we walk. Show me my life in kingdom emotions. And so you're walking by the Sea of Galilee. Can you hear the waves crash on the shore? The tides roll in. You're in your bare feet walking in the sand with Jesus. Hallelujah. And you say, Jesus, show me my life walking in joy and he's going to begin to show you that right now and you say Jesus show me my life when peace rules in my heart and he's going to begin to show you that this moment praise your name Lord And now you say, Jesus, show me my life where love compels me. And he's going to flash that on the sky for you to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And now finally say, Jesus, show me my life as compassion moves me. Praise your holy name. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you do. Thank you, Lord. 
And I want you to continue to walk with him along the Sea of Galilee as I close with scripture and prayer. Galatians 2 and 20 says this, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Thank you, Lord God. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me, thank you, Lord Jesus, and gave himself for me, was moved by compassion toward me, and laid down his life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this time that we've spent in your presence, and we thank you, Father, for the moments to walk along the Sea of Galilee with you. We thank you, Father, for for just a moment, for just a moment with you. We thank you for showing us, Lord God, where, where we let negativity in, and we thank you, Lord God, all the more for healing those areas. We praise you, Lord God, because we know that we know that we know that you have touched us today. And we thank you, Lord God, for flashing upon the sky what our life looks like as we abide in you, as we walk in joy that gives us strength, and as we let peace rule in our heart, as we let love compel us, and as we let compassion move us. We thank you, Lord God, that you were moved so much by compassion toward your children that Jesus Christ would lay down his life for me, a sinner. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given me the instruction to walk in righteousness, to say, I have been crucified with Christ. Father, as as we continue in this course, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would draw each and every one of us deeper and closer to you. Father, that we would not just take these words as empty phrases, but Father, that each course lesson, we would come and experience a moment in your presence. And I thank you, Lord God, for what it is that you're going to do for these people throughout this course. And I give you praise and honor and glory In the name of Jesus, worthy, worthy, worthy is your name. And all God's children said, amen and amen. So folks, as as we go about this week, I want to encourage you to take time, get in your journal, get in your Bible, and spend time walking along the Sea of Galilee. Go back and do that a couple times. Let Jesus uh, begin to heal all of those areas that you're letting in negative emotion and ask him to show you your life as driven by kingdom emotions. This is going to be an immensely powerful time. I really feel that the Lord is going to set some people free as we move forward in this. Uh, If you have any questions, if you need personal prayer, please reach out to me. I am more than happy to 
answer questions and pray with you. Uh, God is God is on the move, folks, and God is going to do something spectacular. So God bless you. I love you. Take care, and we'll meet it here again in a few days. God bless.